Now then, welcome. Thank you for downloading or streaming this podcast. Please be advised: this podcast contains strong language, banter of a sexual or racial nature that some viewers may find offensive. If you are easily offended, please do not listen to this podcast. Spank your. One of the reasons why I do this podcast is because a I don't get out the house much, and b it builds my self confidence. So every time you guys send a donation or an affiliate or, or buy something via the affiliate link, as cheesy as it sounds, you really are making my days that bit brighter. To see how you can help the show, simply check the show's show notes. Okay, guys, what it's what it is? What's good? Um, wanted to say thank you so much in terms of the response to the last episode with my daughter. Um, she's at home now, and everything is all good. This is the Evan McCabe podcast episode number thirteen. Unlucky for some niggas. Evening, Squire. It is! Greetings, salutations, how is it going? Welcome to episode 13, 13 of the Evan McCabe podcast. How insane is that? How insane that we have been doing this podcast for give or take, what, fucking three months? Four months? Um, I knew there was a a period where there was a break. Um, I had to take a break. Um, One, because I didn't have any internet, and two... um, um, I just, I, I lost my routine. I lost the, the whole kind of thing that I was doing uh, for a period of, what the fuck? Oh, my battery, uh, my Kindle battery telling me I had no battery. Um, my, um, I've lost my trailer fort now fucking thing. Um, yeah, I became very ill and um, everything just went to hell. And um, this was the period where... Um, I actually managed to uh, not only get on a train, but actually go to my mum's and uh, hang out with uh, with Ruby. And um, that's um, she was one of the reasons why um, I wanted to do it more. Act- uh, I wanted to be a lot more active, like like I used to be in previous episodes. Um, but I just wasn't in a mindset. I think sometimes I think it's okay every once in a while to say that you're not okay that you're not okay and um, you're in a lot of emotional pain. I think um, I think every once in a while it's okay to be honest with yourself. And, I mean, you guys have heard the episodes previously. You go, you guys have 
are aware of what kind of uh, physical and mental state I'm in. Um, you know, it's a point where I just don't want to be on this planet anymore. Happy to report that that's not the case at the moment. Um, I've been back for about a week, two weeks now, um, back in Manchester. And um, I've really been thinking about a couple of things. And I don't know how this has happened. Um, ah, I know why. I, I was fiddling around with my um, uh, with my phone and I came across um, Project Vengeance. Uh, now, for those of you who, uh, who didn't train with me um, as a performing artist, uh, towards the end of my training, um, my university training, um, I needed I needed to start thinking about an end project, and um, I actually it actually started I believe um, 2009 I started thinking about well shit what am I going to do for final project, and um, eventually I came up with Project Vengeance, um, and what I wanted to do for Project Vengeance um, was combine all the things that I love with all the things that uh, that intrigued me during my training as a performing artist. And eventually I gave it, um, and towards the end of um, the rehearsal, um, I gave it the name The Hunger Within. Uh, the reason why it was called The Hunger Within is um, it was um, each one of the characters uh, um, has a hunger and a desire um, um, and it was it's mainly the 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 story was was um that hunger and that power was mainly corrupting them and eating them in from um, eating within them the insides if that makes sense um so um over the next couple of weeks we're coming up towards the 5 year anniversary of hunger within, uh, so I'm, I'm I'm sending out a couple of email, uh, Facebooks. Yeah, I sent out a couple of Facebook messages. Um, I've changed a couple of the things on Twitter. Um, I'm really I want to see what kind of response I get from um, acknowledging that you know it's been five years since this project. This project was my first ever finished theatre production thing and towards the end um, um, and um, towards um, the actual day of its performance uh, which is the 5th of May um, I'm actually going to be um, uploading it onto YouTube hopefully and also um, I'm making it public on other uh, streaming uh, networks with the hope that uh, you got uh, that. Um, we talk a lot about it in the in in here in the podcast, um, and um, and um, I can I can throw up a couple of notes um, from that period of time. What influenced me? Um, where it went wrong? Um, looking at uh, the video now, um, where I could have improved on? What could have been stronger? What could have been more clearer? And um, my cast, because obviously there, there, there wouldn't be a show if it wasn't for my cast. I really hope I can get um, a couple of people involved in the project, even a couple of people like behind the scenes, um, and get their thoughts on uh, what happened and whatnot. 
Um, I think another reason why I've been thinking about this so much is because um, I considered it a failure. Um, I considered it um, something that I uh, put my heart and soul into it and uh, the execution of it just it just kind of fell apart. And um, I think there's a few reasons for why it fell apart. Um, the first reason, it was far too ambitious, far too ambitious. Um, and the second reason is that um, I really should have asked for more help. Uh, the third reason is because I'm a fucking Aspie. Um, I don't want to use this uh, too much of a big uh, reason and excuse um, for why it wasn't the piece that I wanted it to be. But... Doing, um, doing my research after graduation um, and becoming more comfortable being an Aspie, I realise now and looking at the notes and remembering um, um, actions and things that I was saying to the cast and saying to um, uh, the, back, the production uh, team, um, it makes sense to me now why there were some things I tried to get across but couldn't execute it correctly. So let's get into uh, let's get into um, basically I, I want to give you uh, a writer's perspective of what happened. So in front of me here I've got uh, a blueprint of, of scenes. I'm not sure if I'll do that this week. Uh, I've got the script itself and uh, there's one more and I'm just trying to find it I think it was uh, the rehearse uh, the research log um, and it starts all the way from uh, the 10th of January uh, 10th of December 2009 and I think I'm just gonna start reading the the research log and just see where we go from here so the 10th of December 2009. I've been working on this project since the summer. I've been watching a few films such as Shotgun's Assassin. Oh, sorry, Shogun Assassin. I am Sam! Uh, Shogun Assassin, uh, Lady Vengeance, uh, but blindly. Um, I think I think what I mean by that is that I had the knowledge of the film, but never actually uh, watched the film. Um, in particular, uh, Sh uh, Shogun Assassin as... Um, that was one of the films that uh, the Wu-Tang Clan, particularly, I believe it was uh, the Jizza. Um, the J I hate pronouncing his name. The Wizard, the Jizza. It is the Jizza, isn't it? But I can't hear that name and not think Jizz. Let's move on. As in, because um, his name is obviously, it's, I think it's like an, an acronym, 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 acronym for genius. Uh, but yeah, he uses a lot of uh, that film in um, in his album. Um, uh, sound clips of that film in his album, uh, Lady Ve uh, Vengeance. Uh, Lady Vengeance is um, a part of the uh, of the uh, Vengeance trilogy. Uh, I think it goes um, sympathy for Mister Revenge or Vengeance. I com I've completely forgotten. My mind's just died. Uh, sympathy for uh, Mister Vengeance. Um, old boy. And the conclusion of that would be uh, Lady Vengeance. Uh, the director, um, again, my, my brain's just died. Um, and Chan Park, Chan Park, something I've forgotten. But um, these are the pieces of work that I've been passionate about 
for so many years. The only thing that really annoys me is that I can't pronounce their names. Like I can, I can see it in my mind, but I can't pronounce it. Um, so I think it was another reason why I didn't want to talk about the project um, in public as much because um, I was concerned that because I could see the words but I couldn't pronounce the names that people will think I'm a fucking fake. I think that's one of my fears in life that I come across as a fake when everything I do is it, it's in terms of performing arts it's from the heart it's what I don't want to do a project that I don't care about and I feel during my time at university there were certain times where I couldn't make the connection in terms of my work and what people and how people um and people's ideas for that work um and there were times where I was just being an aspy out and out and just being a dick all the time and I wouldn't take any of that back because I feel that all of that was a, a, a wonderful um learning curve for me um, I was a very big fish in a small pond and with all due respect to anyone who trained in Nottinghamshire and works up, I, I, I was coming off the back of extremely high praise um, for the roles that I did in college and then I went to, to the drama school and there was still, I, I still believe that I was a big fish in a small pond but the problem is is that there were a lot more bigger fishes that, um, or um, you know, uh, fishes the same size as me, but doing and understanding and learning things a lot more. They were learning things that the teachers appreciated, whereas I was learning things and it, and I was trying to develop my style and I was, I, to be honest with you, I was just trying to survive drama school. So I feel that there's a lot of um, artists. Um, I mean, you look at Paul um, Denson, um, or as I used to call him, Tall Paul, Tornapal. You know, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a, a huge, well, he's not huge, but he's doing his thing. You know, I've been, I've been looking at his work on Facebook um, he's doing a lot of work in Japan. He's had some viral success. Um, I believe uh, Charlotte Thompson also is is um, doing great things. Um, Lewis, uh, he fell off the edge of the earth for me. I, I I don't know of his work, but at the time he was one of these, you know, big fish who was developing and his the work that he was doing was very pleasing and he was very professional whereas I was coming in and I was trying to articulate and trying to just do everything from the heart and I was in a lot of emotional pain then um but unfortunately it came across as I was coming uh, I was coming off as a token black guy dick and I feel that I wouldn't have taken that back, but I've learned from that pain. I'm, I always learn from my pain, and now my pain is my canvas, uh, which is why I'm always kind of like referring. This is, I think all of the characters that I create, all the characters that um, 
that I develop or the storylines and the angles that I work is um, it's very pain orientated. Um, it's very struggle based. Uh, you, I mean, hope, um, I'm thinking of uploading the script so you guys can read and see that there's a certain, particularly with the main antagonist, antagonist, there is a journey that they're going through and it's a journey of great pain and the pain causes them to do a couple of really rash things um, which hopefully you guys will hear about in the next couple of, a couple of episodes. Okay, so um, let's carry on. And running themes and shots that keep popping up in other Asian, um, Eastern Asian films. I think what I was, I was saying by that is in terms of, um, I think at the time I was watching a lot of uh, ninja films, a lot of Korean films, um, some Jackie Chan films. I tend to think um, I tend to think there was a, a there was an error in Northern Asia films where the ma- the female protagonist was just was the the biggest character that you could be in Asia in Asian uh, in uh, Northern Asia films and that and a lot of people who watch uh, some uh, Northern Asian films now are putting that idea into their work now. Um, but it's all, but having said that, that's also got me thinking about, um, um, the rise of the female protagonists in Hollywood. And, um, there's a couple of, uh, there's a couple of, uh, of, um, of our articles who are, that are now fed up of the female antagonists. I want to get into that in a later date. Um, I don't want to diverge too much. Um... So, yeah, um, I was looking at different styles of Asian theatre uh, and, again, noticing themes like minimalistic music that used in, used in North theatre, uh, which I think is used in uh, Baraku, um, mainly using um, Japanese drum, uh, Japanese guitar-like um, instruments and, and vocals, obviously, in Japanese. I noticed the use of a kuruku, uh, like uh, stagehands, but all in black. Um, and sometimes the performer um, might research to confirm this theory. We'll come back to that in the later weeks. I think, um, let me just check the time, how, how long I've been uh, talking. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, um... hmm. I'm going to take a pause here because I need some water. All right, I'm back. Um, let me just get my notes back up. Um, so I don't want to. Um, I think what I'll do is um, I won't talk about the uh, the Japanese style as much in this in this episode. But what I do want to say is is that um, there was a lot I was trying to fit in into a ten minute piece, and. Um, like I said, it was too ambitious, but I wouldn't listen. Um, I think as well as as well as the Japanese stuff, there was um, Korean. Um, no, actually, I I, I, would, I wouldn't say all Korean um, cinema, but certainly um, um, Park um, um, Chum Park. I, suddenly, I think that's his name. Um, a lot of the um, his films inspired me the way that he writes. 
Um, and also the fact that he actually, um, before he was a film writer, a film uh, cr uh, a creator, he uh, he actually studied psychology. And um, I've always been curious about psychology. Um, so there's certainly that connection and what makes people tick and what uh, makes people sort of grince in horror. Um, I think that's another reason why um, Battle Royale is my favourite film of all time. And also... Um, um, uh, Akira um, sh um, Shikara uh, Shikara Sun. I've suddenly forgotten how forgot his. I've uh, suddenly forgotten how to pronounce his name. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a love of just upsetting people and pissing people off. But hoping that people will stay afterwards and kind of talk about the art that they've seen, because at the end of the at the end of the day, um, I hate that phrase, but what I'm trying to create is art, and the emotion that I'm trying to trying to to give out to people is shock and horror. Um, I think that's another thing that I've kind of um, never spoken about in terms of my work is that how, how horror um, related it actually is. Um, but uh, the thing is, I do, I, um, when I think about it, I do like the creepiness and the ideas of uh, within horrors, but I don't think I would be, I myself would be able to uh, direct or create a horror piece, and particularly a horror piece with jump scares in it. I don't think my work is leaning towards that way, but I think my work would be leaning more towards the Tom Six kind of thing, where it's just shock value. And um, but these are the kind of things that I um, I'm noticing now, particularly with my love for Battle Royale and. Um, Particularly looking over these these notes. Um, so let's go back to it. Um, it's extremely common in most forms. Um, oh, okay, okay. I, I was talking about the Karuku. Uh, the Karuku actually is is uh, a character that I do actually to this day um, continue to um, stick into my work whenever I can. Um, I'm hoping that, as well as this being the five-year anniversary, I really hope that this lights a fire under my ass and I start creating creating work again, and I can start showing you um, exactly what I mean um, by the Rukuku uh, who uh, keeps popping up in my work. Um, so on Thursday um, of that uh, December tenth, I met with my tutor and basically. Uh, started rambling uh, whether the uh, where the idea of this project came from. Um, I wish I said something as basic as this. I love Asian, uh, Eastern Asian performance. China, Japan, Korea. Um, those are the big players for me. Um, and um, sorry, I'll, I'll say that bit again. I love Eastern Asia performance and culture. I want to create a piece of, of 
a uh, performance as, tri as tribute. I volunteer. Ah, oh, the Hunger Games without the Hunger Games. You see that that would if if I um if it if I did read that book then I could have I could have easily just written that. I volunteer to make a performance piece about um Eastern Asia culture and performance as tribute. Anyway, um. After the meeting, I was left in two minds. Um, the idea of creating something extremely colourful, bright, um, or creating a piece of dark um, social commentary, which uses styles um, of the elements that I've uh, of research that I've discovered. Today, I'll be making a research hit list. Um, I'll see if I can find that in later episodes. Um, of all the um, of all the um, items of research, um, I shall mainly focus on. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So all the kind of like a um, I can't call it brainstorm anymore, but brain mapping in the sense of like this is the big idea, and all the under the ideas uh, circle around it are the supporting things in the piece. Can you see what I'm talking about in terms of too fucking big? You know what I really should have done. Um, is um, um there was a piece um there's a bit within um the film that you'll um the film sorry um as um you'll see why i'm talking about in later episodes um uh, where um there was um uh, there was a running um there was uh there was a sub story running within the story <laughs> i really should just should have just had that piece and just discussed it a little bit Rather than just have this massive thing that it was, because five years um, five years on, I still believe that I can extend this piece and turn it into something really huge. Um, and that's all I've got to say about that. I don't want to. I don't want to say too much and not deliver. Um, I'm just trying to find where I was at the moment. I'm not sure about theatre styles, although. Um, Bu, um, uh, um, Ban Raku, Ban Raku um, is looking like the most uh, likely to be used, but the most difficult to pull off. However, um, I want to look into video game makers Capcom, SNK, and Sega. Um, in my mind, these are the Japanese co uh, companies that um, that most influence me. Um, I want to look at video games like Final Fight, Samurai Showdown. Um, and Street Fighter series. Briefly, I want to look at Final Fantasy, but only if my original story goes ahead. Um, also, I see that historically. Also, I see that historically, I have to look into the feudal era of Japan. I hope this is a good enough start. I mean, from those paragraphs, you can already tell that this could be. It's too big. Um, and I feel that that it's I feel that that's okay. I feel looking back now that that was okay to do. That was okay to have this fucking huge triple decker sandwich of ideas and try to squash it into a fucking um, waffle maker and make that some bitch cook and turn it into something edible. If you see, if you understand my terminologies, um, I think it was really great to have tried to do this um 
but ultimately I feel particularly um, December, January, February, March, April, I had five months, I had five months to, to do this um, and I still had, I think at that time I hadn't even, I hadn't even uh, found uh, a cast. I think, I think this is like even before I started writing a script, but basically what I had was a bare backbones, the bare backbones of an idea. Uh, it just so happened that um, uh, the idea was a little, it was a little muffled. Um, so um, it was a little muffled, but I think at a period, um, it was certainly a plan. I mean, if, uh, I mean, looking at the blueprint of scenes, I mean, I think there's certain parts where I even go into um, Greek chorus um, and Jack and uh, Jacobean, um, and I think that was more of a wink and a nudge towards um, Akira, Akira's um, Akira Sakura's um, one of his favorite Western directors was John Ford. Um, and I, I I can't remember what it was, but I think either one or one or one or the other um, made a piece, and I think it was um, Twelve Cowboys or, or or something. This is this is me trying to remember from back back in the days, um, and it was a piece um, that was loosely based on the Shakespeare um, play, and I can't remember which one it was. Either it was fucking um, King Lear. The Scottish play or Hamlet, but it was one of those, and I think um, there's parts of the text that wink and nudge towards that. But the problem with that is that I remember researching um, John Ford and um, uh, Sakura's Sakura, uh, and just getting more and more you know, head exploded in terms of just thinking about the Jacobean bit. Um, and I think the opening, uh, the opening scene that I, uh, that I wrote is very Jacob. No, actually, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the first scene, um, that, that we see is, is, is very Jacobean based. But the problem is, is that, um, I feel that as a director then is that all of that shit kind of went out the window and it kind of developed into all these all these different styles and pieces that I was trying to do um I want to I want to quickly say that there was um there's a prologue and then a scene one um uh and that actually is in tethered and that actually is is a setup that's um, very uh, Japanese um, cinema based, um, and there's also um, video game references as well. Um, at the time, I kind of thought it was kind of clever, but it was kind of like um, shine Freudily funny. Um, hopefully, um, when when when. Um, when all of this is is done, you'll, you guys will see the video, and you guys will see what I'm talking about. 
Um, yeah, there's a lot of fucked up um, things that happen in the piece. Um, um, some of them kind of wink towards um, Greek theatre, um, in-your-face theatre. But I felt that the language used in the text isn't as... I'm on about the dialogue between the characters. It wasn't as grossed out as in your face theatre, so you so you can't really you can make. I mean, you can compare to two for sure, but it's it's not the same. I, I feel that the piece that I that I I I worked on and I actually um, produced is certainly um, certainly more Jap Japanese and um, Greek theatre based. But then you could argue that um, um, in your face theatre is this um, is kind of like a, um, a cousin to um, um, Greek theatre. Or am I confusing myself because I must be? Fuck knows. But guys, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna um, leave it as this. Um, leave it as it was. As I said uh, um, in pre um, in uh, Fox Spots, um, I wanted to to do. Um, I wanted to do podcast episodes um, where it was like half an hour talk about um, wrestling, half an hour talk about something else, and half an hour talk about something else. Um, so let's see where it goes. Um, I'm going to call this episode to a close. Uh, remember to 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 follow me on Facebook. Sorry, uh, on Twitter, the Fox What What T H E. F O X W O T W O T, and also um, if you are able to follow the uh, hashtag Five Years Hungry. That's Five Years Hungry. Um, I'll be trying to find the cast. I'll be trying to find the production teams. Also, I'll be um, putting up um, parts of um, the research that I was talking about in this episode. Um, and I'd love to hear you as um, love to hear your thoughts and comments on that. Also, um, if you are a if you are a performing artist um, who's uh, graduating this year, you know, I really hope that this is beneficial beneficial to you as well. Um, I feel that there's too much emphasis on making everything perfect, executing everything correctly. Whereas, oh God, yeah, I, I fucking paid for the fuck-ups that I did in terms of the execution and trying to articulate the work that I did, but um, my fuck-ups made me, made me appreciate the work that I did then and look forward to the work that I will be creating in the future. And I feel that that's all that's all you can do is hope it improves in the future and always be working and learn uh, working and trying to find ways to create uh, create better i mean there's no point of just sitting on your ass and just wishing for tomorrow when today is here and anyway, i'm going to stop talking shit um i'm going to jump on twitter now um and use the hashtag um, Impact UK because it's Sunday and um, as I said on Fox Spots, um, I'd love to see you in the conversation. So yeah, cheers for listening guys. See ya.